Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is QC Fantasy. As always, this is Graham Rogers, joined by my two favorite co-hosts, Taylor Story, Chris Hayes. How are we doing today, guys? Good. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back, everyone. I'm ready. To, I'm ready for some mock draft. Oh yeah, mock draft season. So uh, it's that time of year. Drafts coming up. So today we've got a uh, dynasty startup draft that we will dive into. But first, guys, let's get into a little bit of NFL news. So getting a lot of reports here coming out of camps. Uh, guys going on pup list currently for uh, training camp that's coming up. Uh, two of the bigger names, Michael Thomas and J.K. Dobbins, both placed on the pup. Not sure either of these are a surprise, but also going to be really interesting to see kind of how that progresses if they do get into training camp. Guys, anything we need to read into this? Any big question marks? I know this is stuff we've been talking about kind of going on through the offseason. Those are certainly the biggest ones, Thomas and Dobbins. Uh, just because they've had most question marks about being ready and People are back and forth. We don't know if they're actually going to be ready. Um, certainly keep an eye on these two. And even Gus Edwards as well was also put on there. So just see how they progress. See any news coming out of camp. See if they're doing drills on the sideline. If they're doing actually explosive drills. Things like that. That's usually a big sign. If guys are still on the sideline yet they're doing uh, pretty good running, things like that on the sideline. That's a, a good sign that they're getting back into good shape. So just keep your eye on that. But like I said, those are really the only two that I'd, uh, I'm I'm really worried about. Yeah, I'll keep my eye on Dobbins throughout training camp in the preseason to see if he comes off the pup list at any point. At this point, though, I'm not even I'm not even interested in Michael Thomas or even drafting him. Um. Not not at all. Like he's a big name and we're a few, we're recently removed from his outstanding fantasy season, but there's a, there's just there's too much baggage for me. Like I'd rather take a chance on uh, at this I know it's gonna sound crazy, but like a young speedster like Sky Moore than Michael Thomas at this point. So I don't I don't even know when Michael Thomas is coming back to to the Saints or if he's even committed to the Saints at this point. Yeah, a lot of a lot of question marks, uh, which there have been honestly, if around Michael Thomas for what the past two years maybe. So you know, I, at least for me with best ball drafts, like I don't know, maybe I can get him as cheap as I possibly can here in the next couple of weeks if he's not in camp, and then if he does come back, great. If not, I took a late round flyer on him. But yeah, when you're talking about redraft leagues or dynasty stuff, it, it raises a whole lot more question marks because you've got a a serious spot there on your roster that's being taken up with somebody that we're just really unsure of right now. Yeah, I don't I don't want to I don't want to hold him at all. If I've got him, I don't really feel good about it. So, take him from me, not going to draft him all the above. Yeah, yeah, I think that's the the safe thing to do. Um guys, other news, Kyler Murray getting his contract extension that you know, he was asking for early in the year so, or off season. So we've got a five year, two hundred and thirty and a half million dollar deal, one hundred and sixty million guaranteed. I know uh, there are plenty of memes going around out there about Lamar Jackson uh, looking at this contract and being ready for his. So uh, what do you guys think about the contract, the future of the Cardinals with Kyler at the helm? I think I think it's tricky. Yeah. I, I mean, I have a heart. I'm not the biggest Kyler Murray fan, and I have a hard time 
convincing myself that he's earned earned the earned this contract. He's never won a playoff game, and he's consistently collapsed in the second half of seasons. However, I know his his agent, Kyler Murray's agent, is apparently the same agent that Cliff Cliff Kingsbury had. So I think that the agent wa- also wanted to cash in on Kingsbury and Kyler as as kind of a combo deal. I think a deal is always going to get get done. Even a guy like Kyler is hard to trade, so I feel like both sides knew that something had to get done. Um, maybe the Cardinals giving more leeway than Kyler did. Um, was never too worried about it. I, I figured he'd be in Arizona at least for a while longer. Um, so good for him and cashing in, and that'll be a, a pretty deadly offense for a yeah. while now. Yeah, I mean, the Cardinals are... They were just kind of in a tough position because you can't really trade Kyler Murray and you can't really, you you can't let him hit the open market either. So, I mean, they were bound to get something done. I'm just great for fantasy. But in terms of, I don't think Kyler and Cliff Kingsbury are ever going to win a Super Bowl together. That's just my personal belief. Yeah, I think, I don't know, it's tough. I, I like the. Marquise Brown move uh, again a little bit younger wide receiver once you know DeAndre Hopkins gets a little bit older I think they are going to have to move on from James Conner as far as wanting to compete I honestly I wouldn't have paid him what they paid him in the offseason for an older running back but uh, who's injury prone but it is intriguing because if if Stafford ends up you know he's getting later on in his career I know we've seen the Brady the Rodgers the Breeze kind of extend that lifeline but if Stafford's arm which is his calling card starts to go then you're looking at Kyler Murray we're not worried about Seattle anytime soon we're you know things are unsure let's say for some people and even for me even though I love Trey Lance in San Francisco so that at least that division could be there for the taking over this five-year contract which would be interesting to watch so uh but guys enough on news contracts pupless let's go ahead and dive into this mock draft So, Taylor, I'll let you kind of set the stage. We've been going through your dynasty rankings uh, for the last few shows. So kind of tell the people what this draft is, kind of what some of the settings are, and then we'll dive in. We've got uh, each of us has a team. We'll obviously explain our picks and why we took the people where we took them. Uh, So, Taylor, go ahead, set the stage for everybody. Yeah, so we're going to have the three of us in a 12-team draft. Um, Computers will be picking in the other spots, so it'll be a little more truer to... ADP, where guys are actually being taken in real drafts, where you might see guys go in yours. Uh, obviously, we'll have the element of us three looking to build a team how we want. Um, but like Graham said, once we kind of get to our picks, we'll explain a little bit of what's going on around us, kind of how we're building our team, um, as far as maybe maybe someone wants to go youth or someone wants to go win now. It, uh, just going to give you an idea of where you might be able to get some guys. Um, as far as the rosters... We're going to be looking at one QB, uh, two running backs, three wide receivers, a tight end, and five bench spots. So we get a little bit of depth, but uh, not too big. We're going to try and get through all of the big names. Um, and when we kind of get to our bench, we see some guys that might be kind of classified as like a steal or anything like that. Uh, guys that might be falling, some values, and see who you can snag in those mid-rounds of your dynasty drafts that can either help you build for the future or help you win in a smaller window. So that's kind of where we're at. 
All right, perfect. So uh, I am drafting from the four slot. Uh, Chris Hayes is in the seven and Taylor back there in the nine slot. So uh, Taylor, whenever you're ready, we will go ahead and get this thing fired up. All right, let's get to it. All right, so to set the stage, it has now gotten to me at the 104. Uh, Jonathan Taylor off the board at 101. Justin Jefferson followed him up. Jamar Chase at the 103. So again, Taylor, Jefferson, Chase at 123. I'm sitting here at four. Uh, honestly, was hoping that I could get Jefferson or Chase at that spot. So honestly, right now, I'm probably looking running back here since I couldn't get one of those top two guys. I like Cooper Cup, but... If I've got the option between, you know, a Najee Harris, Christian McCaffrey, DeAndre Swift look, um, I am going to go Najee here. At oh, running back, I think smart age, age with McCaffrey, I think volume. And again, I, I trust that organization. I am a Panthers fan, but I'm just unsure there. Uh, and then I think, it, again, if... Pickett's the guy. Great. If not, I think they're in a good place to continue building or get somebody in the draft next year. So I'm going to go ahead and push the button here on Najee Harris. Guys, what are your thoughts there? I think that's a very wise decision. All right. There it goes. Najee Harris. I will say uh, I'll let you break down what went ahead of you. Jamar Chase's ADP is ahead of Jefferson Jefferson, yet the computer still took Jefferson. So they're on my side. They they know who should really be number one receiver taken. (laughs) I do. I like the Najee Harris pick. I I think for Dynasty, he's he's definitely number he's definitely the number two back, Um, regardless of what happens with pittsburgh's offensive situation everything's gonna run through him um cooper cup went one five and deandre swift went one six which is my pick at one seven now i'm also going to be looking at running back here i mean i'm really not really between two or three guys i am worried about mccaffrey um and the durability stuff so Really looking at two guys here. I I think I think I'm gonna go. This might surprise you guys, but I am gonna go youth here, and I'm gonna go with mm. Javante Williams, seven overall. It's a good pick. And yeah, I don't, yeah. I, I don't hate it. I no. think you you get a guy that when Melvin Gordon is gone and that's his backfield, even if they bring somebody else in, uh, he's, he's just, his trajectory is nothing but upwards right now, especially with Russell Wilson coming to town. Yeah, I was thinking about Austin Eckler at 27 years old and the recent addition of Isaiah Spiller. Um, that doesn't have me worried for this year, but maybe in the next year or two, we could start to see some, uh, decline in production for Austin Eckler. Yeah, so right after Chris takes Williams, Christian McCaffrey goes, and I think that makes this pick fairly easy for me. I'm going to take my wide receiver three and build a little little cornerstone here. Starting off with the wide receiver position, I'm going to go young. I'm taking CeeDee Lamb. Uh, so really, wow. kind of, really kind of build off of that wide receiver spot. And we have then, some yeah, really some interesting picks here. This is how it goes to end out the first round. It goes Austin Eckler after me, Dalvin Cook at 11, Derrick Henry at 12, 
And then at the turn, Kyle Pitts, who I honestly was going to try and take. So a little snipe there. I thought he would have made it back to me. Uh, Joe Mixon at the second spot. And the first quarterback, Josh Allen, taken at the uh, 2.3. He was even a really? consideration for me to to uh, take there. Might have taken a quarterback early since I won't pick for a while. But I kind of look at the board here. Um, I see that. Uh, I've got to take into account that CeeDee Lamb is youthful, um, so I'm kind of looking at a team that might be a little bit younger. Uh, give you an idea of who's still on the board. Top five guys goes Devontae Adams, Debo Samuel, Brees Hall, Stefan Diggs, and Nick Chubb. Uh, A.J. Brown sits down there as well. Obviously a few quarterbacks. And this is honestly a tough one for me. Uh, I've got Adams as my wide receiver five, and he sits there at the top. I would have really loved Pitts here. Oh, man, what do I do here? I think... Take us through your thought process, Taylor. What are you thinking? I think I'm deciding between wide receiver and running back. Do I want to take my wide receiver four in A.J. Brown? Or do I want to take Brees Hall? I'm not the biggest biggest fan of taking him here early in the second, which I'm he's going roughly around there. So um, obviously reaching here to take a young running back like Hall wouldn't be that big of a deal, but um, he'd probably go somewhere mid-second. I am, with the amount of running backs that went off the board, I think I'm going to do it. I think I'm going to take Brees Hall here at 2.4, so staying a little youthful. Uh, hopefully my RB1 for a couple years to come. So staying young, but staying competitive. Uh, and then right after me goes Devontae Adams, which I kind of figured, and then it goes back to Chris. And yeah, Taylor, I think that's a great pick. Honestly, if I would have, I probably would have taken Brees Hall to pair with Javante Williams if he was still there. Yeah. Now, though, really, probably leaning receiver here, I don't a lot of good ones left. A lot of good young guys left. The only thing I like, the only thing I'm a little worried about. I guess I am in about the middle of the draft, but I am worried what's going to come back to me on on the other side in terms of running back. So that has me a little scared. But the receiver, the receiver options are nice right now. So I may, I may adopt the strategy punt RB two um, for this draft. Um, despite, man, I think with this pick, I love, I love this player. Um, He does have an injury history. I'm really between two guys. That's Debo Samuel or AJ Brown. And I love, I love AJ Brown. Yeah. I think those would be Um, the two for me here as well. Yeah. Um, AJ has, you are a little bit younger, although I do like Stefan Diggs. I think I've got Diggs ahead of Samuel, but just I do. Lo- I love Diggs. I think I'm one trying, of those two guys might be the move. I'm trying not to be a homer right now as well. Right, um, fair enough. But I'm I'm gonna roll with the more. Debo is also only 26. I'm gonna roll with AJ Brown here because I oh, am yeah. a fan. Same. Of I Earth. do the same thing. Yeah, I'm gonna roll with AJ Brown. More pick. Vontae. All right, I am very excited now uh, after sitting there waiting patiently to see which wide receiver was going off the board. So, right, 
Right after Chris taking A.J. Brown goes Nick Chubb at the 207, Alvin Kamara at the 208, which is fine. Uh, I was honestly looking wide receiver here, so when Chris was talking through his options, I was I was hoping my guy wouldn't be gone. So, you know, again, top wide receivers on the board here, Debo Samuel, Stephon Diggs. Uh, Diggs is a couple years older than Samuel, but... And I, I just I love the player. I love the quarterback he's tied to, and I love his skill set. It's not all just based on athleticism. He's a really good route runner as well. Uh, so I am gonna pull the trigger on Stefan Diggs here at the two hundred nine to Great. pair with Najee Harris. I think it's smart. You really just based off his usage, you almost have to look at Najee Harris as like a win now youthful running back, right? Like just just you based have, off his yes. usage alone, like. Yeah. He's going to get beat up for a few years here. So, Stefan Diggs is also in the, a win. Yeah, exactly. It's in the back of your mind, like how like nobody can take that much pounding. He's certainly not Derrick Henry. So, yeah, I, I think you're up. looking pretty, pretty win now. Yeah, pull the trigger Ooh. there. So I'll run through what kind of just happened here at the turn, the two three turn. So Debo Samuel goes off at the two ten. Uh, Herbert then second quarterback off the board, Justin Herbert at the two eleven. Mahomes goes two twelve. Nice. We see a quick run here on tight end at another turn. So Mark Just Andrews are following at, each other. Yeah, the three oh one. Kelsey off at the three oh two, and then Jalen Waddle, uh, who was actually I believe when we started ranked behind Tyreek Hill off the board first Good at the three oh three. Um, probably just an age that thing. Team, that team three is looking going to be pretty good cornerstone for the next couple of years. Jamar Chase, Debo Samuel, Jalen Waddle. That is deadly. We'll see how so, his running backs look a little bit later. Though. Yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah, you can yeah, always they're, draft they're your of, running backs. Yeah, yeah. They're going, going zero, zero RB here. Yep. It looks like for team three. But so I'm sitting here at the uh, 304. I've got Najee. I've got Stephon Diggs. And now looking at the board really comes down to am i going to take a second wide receiver or am i going to go running back here i don't think i'm going to reach down for quarterback right now burrow is the next quarterback in the list there so man it's tough because like you guys said I'm, I'm somewhat building a little bit win now even though neither harris or Diggs are all that old Boy, because I, I think it would be pretty easy if I just went the most talented guy I'm looking at right here, but he's not in a great situation where he's sitting. Oh, man, I'm I'm still going to push the button. I can't get away from the talent. So I, I'm sitting here going back and forth. I'm, I'm not a huge Tyreek Hill fan in Miami. So I, I'm probably going to be between DK Metcalf and T. Higgins. And I am... Even though he's not in the best situation for a win now build, I just talent wins out for me, and I'm going to go DK Metcalf at the nice. 304. All right, nice, nice pick. Oh, I was hoping and Joe Burrow would fall to me. Joe Burrow, interesting. All right, looks like since Grand Pick Metcalf, Tyreek Hill, and Joe Burrow have gone, I have Javante Williams and AJ Brown at the moment. Um, I will still. T. Higgins is really, really tempting here. Um, I don't think he's that good of a player. I wouldn't pick him. Yeah, he's he's actually terrible. He's yeah, actually really, he's actually really. I bad. heard he might quit football, so I might just leave him there for. I heard the Bengals. I heard the Bengals. I heard the Bengals are going to go back to their three win ways this that's year. That's smart. Yeah, no, that's yeah. good for them. So I wouldn't even pick him at all. Really, probably not. No, no. I'm. <laughs> I'm gonna pick T. Higgins. Okay. Here. <laughs> Gosh. That's Even though smart. he's the wide receiver. Pick. 
Yeah, even though he's the wide receiver too in that offense, like I think he and Chase just gonna ball out this year. Ball specifically this year, and the Bengals are just set up for 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 beautiful things for for years to come. Um, yeah. So I'm gonna roll with Higgins. Yeah, that that's the pick there. Um, really hoping either I think I was gonna go Burrow or Higgins at my pick if they fell to me. They obviously didn't. Uh, my backup plan probably would have been Barkley. He gets picked by Team 8 right in front of me. I'm getting sniped all over the place, and this is only a mock draft. So this is this is crushing me. A um, couple top guys left on the board here. Cam Akers, Aaron Jones, Antonio Gibson, J.K. Dobbins, who we talked about, Deontay Johnson, David Montgomery. Travis Kelsey leads off the tight ends there. Uh, a couple quarterbacks left. Lamar Jackson's there. Kyler Murray, who we also talked about. So I... I really don't like any of these running backs at this spot, personally. Um, If this was a real draft, I probably would try and trade down a few spots just to gain some value later in the draft. But for mock draft's sake, we are are not doing that, obviously. Or I'd I'd sit on the clock for several hours trying to trade with one of these computer teams, maybe. Um, Man, the thought is creeping in my mind to go and reach on a quarterback. Um, but at the same time, Deontay Johnson looks enticing right there. Um, Man, this is tough. I think... When I would look at the builds after you, and again, I don't know how much the computer is. Yeah. But if you are looking receiver, you got three teams here at the turn with six picks who none of them have a receiver. Exactly. So I think they're about to get hammered. Yeah, on the board there. Yeah, just just a good point bringing up. You've, you've always got to, to read the board as well. That That's the biggest point. Um, you need to know what people are doing in front of you, yep. behind you. How's the board trending? Um, if there's a run on wide receivers, you don't want to take a wide receiver, you want to try to go elsewhere and beat the next run, because obviously it's going to correct itself and go the other way. Um, I think I am going to make a interesting play here that I usually won't do. I think in the spirit of staying young, I am going to, and like you said, playing the board, I'm going to skip over Deontay Johnson. Mm-hmm. I'm going to skip over Terry McLaurin. Oh, oh, oh my. I am going to go back-to-back rookies and take Drake London wow. at 309. Wow. Keep securing that future. Um, oh, man, you can still and get wow, it. I get lucky. And, wow. Wow. and uh, so after me, oddly oh, enough, man. only one wide receiver gets taken in the next six picks. Cam Akers. Aaron Jones, that team is another team uh, going RB heavy. They have three running backs. Antonio uh, Gibson Dal- at the last Cook, pick. Joe Mixon. Aaron yeah, that Jones. is a, that's that's a, win a scary team on the ground. Yep. Antonio Gibson. Then we turn a uh, pair of Washington teammates go. They take Terry McLaurin as well. George Kittle goes at 4.2. Travis Etienne, who I was actually kind of considering, goes at 4.3. Graham, Graham, you're probably loving Team 10 right now. Graham. Oh yeah, Graham is in love with that. Him. Is that's that's your kind. Of, that is your team. some of his guys. Akers, Etn. It's it's a little yeah. running back heavy for me, but I, I like the running backs they have. All right, so <clears throat> we've got Dobbins, Johnson, Montgomery, Lamar Jackson, Michael Pittman. 
sits there on the board as well. And okay, I look at the board, I look at my team. I think for me, I, I don't really want a QB in this range. Um, I think I can still get a pretty youthful one down the road, which is really what I'm looking at at this point, obviously. So for me, it's between Michael Pittman and DJ Moore. If I'm looking at a team that might be a little more competitive down the road, I might lean DJ Moore just because the Colts with Matt Ryan might be a little more win now. When's Matt Ryan leaving? Who are they bringing in next? But at the same time, I kind of like Pittman's upside. Ooh, this is tough for me. Um, I think I've got to go DJ Moore here. Uh, I've got DJ Moore a few spots ahead of Pittman, uh, and they're basically the same player, pretty young, both really good. Both even feel like they're still in the middle of a breakout. I mean, people still just don't really talk about DJ Moore. So I am going to stay on the young side, DJ Moore being only 25. And I am going to take DJ Moore at 4.4 as my pick. So I'm looking like CeeDee Lamb, Brees Hall, Drake London, and DJ Moore after my four picks. And we are to Chris. Yeah, I was. I, D, uh, J.K. Dobbins went right after D.J. Moore, and I was looking at Dobbins um, despite coming off the in, the serious injury. Um, but mm -hmm. he was taking. I was considering, but I'm going to stick to my my current strategy of punt RB RB two and Taylor. I was kind of hoping you were going to stray away from Michael Pittman. Oh um, yeah, he's getting taken by one of you two. I know that for sure. I'm going to take. I'm going to take Pittman right now. Mo I believe in the talent. I believe in Matt Ryan for the next one or two years, but I most believe in the fact that Houston right. and Jacksonville are bad football teams for the next few years, and that Pittman and Jonathan Taylor are just going to own them for for the next three, four, five years. Very I'm going to roll with Michael Pittman here. Yeah, that's a that's a smart pick there. Your team definitely a little more primed to uh, compete. I feel like right now. Uh, so all right. kinda, it's how the board falls. I am absolutely fired up. Um, so after Chris at the 406 takes Michael Pittman, we get uh, David Montgomery off at the 407, Leonard Fournette at the 408. Uh, definitely looks like computers are going a little bit heavier than, than we are on running back. Uh, but man, with Taylor considering Deontay Johnson at the 309 and for him to fall to me at the 409. Uh, yeah, that's again, surprising. It's a guy that is that's just 20, surprised. yeah, 26. But I mean, I think you could even say he's a win now guy, right? Um, oh, yeah. But still has plenty of juice left. So if I can pair Deontay Johnson with Diggs and Metcalf, might be a little heavier on the Pittsburgh offense than I would like to be with Harris and Deontay. Uh, but, you know, I, I can't pass up getting a guy whose ADP is 37 here and sitting at the 409 and picking him up. So I'm going to pull the trigger on another wide receiver and grab yeah. Deontay. It's funny, when I was considering him at 309, there were one, two, three, four teams that picked that did not have a wide receiver yet, and only Terry McLaurin was picked. So that is very interesting. Bold strategy by the computer. Yeah, so right after me at the 409, we see Kenneth Walker and Seattle go off at the 410, mm. Mike Evans at the 411, <clears throat> Keenan Allen at the 412, uh, 5 5-1, same team as Chris Godwin, James Connor at the 502 and then Judy at the 503. So it's back to me here at the 504. Again, I've got Harris, Diggs, Metcalf, Johnson, three wide receivers, one running back, 
looking at the board, uh, guys, top of it is Lamar Jackson, Kyler Murray at quarterback. I, I think it's a little early for me to want to pull that trigger, even though I do love both of those guys. Mm -hmm. uh, just position-wise, especially in a single quarterback, I don't want to spend a pick this high uh, on one of those two. Darren Waller there, I, again, I don't feel like I need to pull the trigger on tight end, but I'm also not loving the running backs here. You've got Ezekiel Elliott, Josh Jacobs going down a little farther as Elijah Mitchell. So leaning, leaning wide receiver again. I'm just going to keep pushing the button on wide receivers here. Um, and the top wide receivers on the board, Traylon Burks, Garrett Wilson, Amari Cooper, and then Marquise Brown a little bit lower down. Followed by Chris Olave, Devonte Smith, Amon Ross. So you got some some young guys there. Amari Cooper's a little older. Uh, Marquise Brown obviously moving over. I I am gonna take a little bit of a risk here, but I think it's a guy that this year can have the volume that the team I'm building could potentially win now, and he could be a good piece moving forward. It is a little riskier, but when you're talking about my flex play or wide receiver four, I don't mind it. So I'm going to pull the trigger on Traylon Burks here at the 504. Interesting. Mm. Interesting. Second rookie wide receiver off the board, uh, Traylon Burks in the fifth round. Yeah. And I, I, like the, I like the volume this year. Again, with Robert Woods really being the only other competition, I know it's a run-heavy team, but if right. that's the guy, they made the trade with uh, Philadelphia – to uh, move A.J. Brown. So I'm, I'm going with Burks on volume. And again, he's my fourth yeah, wide targets receiver. targets are there. Yeah, and he's my fourth wide receiver. I'm not relying him to be the guy or the even the second or third guy on this build. Yeah, I think uh, I want to mention as well Ken Walker at 410. So I took Brees Hall at 2.4. Ken Walker goes, call it two rounds behind him. I, I feel like that's pretty much the gap people will see in a startup draft with rookies included. Uh, the gap to Brees Hall to Ken Walker. So j just a little note on Ken Walker. I feel like that's a that's a pretty good spot for him to go. Yeah. Uh, since Graham has picked Trey Lumberg, TJ Hawkinson is off the board, and Ezekiel Elliott is also off the board. Um, I'm up, and right now I've got A.J. Brown, T. Higgins, Michael Pittman, and Javante Williams. Uh, Darren Waller is still on the board, but I'm not really, not really interested, on, honestly. I'm probably going to wait on tight end a, a little bit longer. So I'm really between, I'm not crazy about some of these receivers that are now on the board. However, I am looking at Lamar Jackson, and it is tempting. But I think, I think I'm going to go back to running back here. And Josh Jacobs, it's, it's really interesting. Just because it's his fourth year in the league, and he's still only 24 years old. And he has had, you know, he has had the volume, but... We're not sure what his future holds after this year. Like, this is probably his last year with Vegas, which is a good offense. So I'm hoping he doesn't he resigns with another team that that you know, that has a good offense. Yeah, young like, young running back still about to be on a second contract. That's yeah. kind of the point where we think where we I mean start to worry. I guess is the phrase to say with running backs when yeah. they hit that second contract, but. Yeah, I mean, jo Josh Jacobs is still just so young. I feel like he can still go to, let's say he signs a three, four-year deal with a new team. I feel like the first half of that deal is still going to be just as, yeah, you know, explosive. He's he's he backdoors top ten finishes like it's nobody's business. Yeah, or top twelve. Sorry, he's just one. he's very underappreciated. Yeah, 
hundred percent. I'm I'm not crazy about it, but as an RB two, I'm satisfied with Josh right. Jacobs. Yeah, I think that's a pretty good pick. And of course, um, Lamar Jackson goes <laughs> right after. <laughs> I uh, yeah, Lamar Jackson follows right behind Chris. I think I was sitting on QB here. Um, I look at my team. I've got some pretty young wide receivers already. So Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave are there. Amari Cooper is certainly not going to help me. So I'm not really thinking him. Darren Waller, obviously not going to help my team. Elijah Mitchell is a young running back, but someone who, who is in that running, running back carousel with 49ers. So I'm not, I'm not sure that I want him. I think the easy pick here for me is Kyler Murray. Uh, he signs the new contract. I secure my quarterback for several years down the line. Um, and it just n- known production, known value coming up. I feel like I have to take Kyler here and secure down the road. It might be a little bit of a reach, but as far as the players on the board, I feel like it's somebody that I have to take just to secure that feature. Uh, the way my team is right now, I'm looking at competing kind of next year. Um, so that's kind of where where I'm at. So after me, Darren Waller goes, and then we have just a slew of wide receivers. Garrett Wilson, Amari Cooper rounds out round five. Start off with Amon, Amon Ross St. Brown, Devontae Smith, and Marquise Brown. So a good chunk of young guys there, and I am back on the clock at 6.4. I see A.J. Dillon there, and that's where my eye goes immediately. Um, God, I, I do like A.J. Dillon here. Wide receiver for this roster. I've already got my three wide receivers set. We talked about Dalton Schultz the last podcast with his contract. Unable to agree on a deal. Where is he going to go next? He is 26 years old. How is his future going to look? I think, man, I, I want to take A.J. Dillon here so bad. I mean, what are your guys' thoughts on, on A.J. Dillon's outlook in the next, this year, next year, and Let's just look at kind of three years, including this year. Where, where do we think he's he's going to rank? I I do love him, and I, I love the way he plays. Yeah, I, I like the I like the player. I like the talent, the skill set. Obviously, being a good runner, but also being able to handle passes out of the backfield. Right. And of course, the big questions now are the two Aaron's. Right? Is Aaron Jones going to be there for another year? Probably not. Two. Um, I think there's a buyout in that contract after this year. And if Aaron Rodgers isn't there. Um, then the big question becomes, Hey, he's going to get the volume, but what's the offense actually going to look like? Mm -hmm. So, but especially in dynasty, again, kind of like my Metcalf pick, my Burks pick, when you just look at this and want to go talent, uh, I've got, I have less questions about AJ Dillon and talent, even though the situation Mm -hmm. compared to say Elijah Mitchell, the guy ahead of him, um, you'd probably say are are fairly similar. I mean, it's kind of a committee role, but I I like AJ Dillon, the player a little bit better. Yeah. I like AJ Dillon as well. I like that he plays with Aaron Rodgers. And even if he is splitting work with Aaron Jones, like uh, there's, I feel like there's been a lot of rumblings that we're going to see Jones and Dylan on the field together quite a, quite a bit this year. Um, right. So, I mean, I, I really like AJ Dillon. He's an underrated, underrated pass catcher as, as well. So I, I definitely wouldn't fault you if you decided to go Dylan. Yeah. I, I think I've kind of made up my mind. I feel like AJ Dillon's just not the right player to take here. Um, 
I almost want to make a play. This is again a, probably a situation where I'd look to trade down with another team. So always keep that in mind. If you you don't have to pick where you are, if you can go find value elsewhere, do it. Drop a few spots, see if you can't move around. I'm going to go down the draft board a little bit. I am going to take my uh, wide receiver 18 in Dynasty. Here he comes. <laughs> and I am going to take second year player, age 22, Rashad Bateman in the sixth round. This is kind of a play with my team to maybe I can move one of these wide receivers next year. Kind of looking at DJ Moore. Um, he's the oldest of the bunch. So I might look to move him. It's kind of just a value pick. Uh, for me, obviously, I've got Bateman ranked ahead of some of these guys, uh, especially in a one QB. Uh, Alave is ahead of him. Mike Williams is ahead of him on the ADP. So taking him here for me feels like a win. And I think it's, it's like this feels like an investment. I feel like his value is going to go up this year. So uh, this is a pick this year to where next year I think he's going in the fourth round where DJ Moore is going, Michael Pittman, Deontay Johnson. So I think he's just going to only increase in value when I am ready to compete. Uh, and of course, right after me goes AJ Dillon at six. Chris, I don't know if that was a reaction to that or what I was, well, yeah. my pick, but. Uh, who are the you computer, thinking here? Well, the, at, computer, uh, the computer is listening. I probably would have taken AJ Dillon here. Um, now I'm probably going. I'm going back to receiver. Honestly, I'm going to take my fourth receiver here or flex option. Um, really, between two guys, I think I'm going to tie myself to what I think is the better, the slightly better offense and i'm gonna draft mike williams here mm. that hurts graham that's a that's a wait wait that's a chris olave stan over here pulling the trigger on my guy mike williams chris, chris olave is still on the board i do like chris olave unbelievable i also I also want to point out Taylor asking us about AJ Dillon for both me and Chris just to gush over him and then just pull the trigger <laughs> on wide receiver like and just pivot just pivot elsewhere i do lo- i love olave um, but I feel the Saints' future is fairly uncertain right now. Not, like, I love Jameis, but I don't know if he's necessarily the long-term answer for the Saints. So I don't know what they're going to do post-Jameis. post, post Jameis. And we don't know what this new coaching staff is, is going to bring. Like, Sean Payton is gone. That's fair Just, concern. Justin Herbert is, is here to stay. So I'm going to roll today. Maybe tomorrow, maybe I in the Olave move, but today I'm taking Mike Williams. Man, there goes Olave. All right, so off the board. Yeah, Mike Williams goes at the 6'6, Elijah Mitchell 6'7, Olave at the 6'8. So I'm sitting here with one running back, first round running back with Najee Harris, and then four wide receivers after that Diggs, Metcalf, Johnson, and uh, Deontay Johnson, and then Traylon Burks. So looking at the board, uh, I think from the tight end show we did earlier this week, guys, not interested in Dalton Schultz here. Uh, CEH just, you know, had a lot of hype because he came out of that LSU offense, but just hasn't quite materialized. They keep bringing other running backs in. So I I don't want to go running back. I mean, I I really am punting RB2 here pretty hard and going hero RB with Najee, and I'll pick up somebody else later. Oh, man. Any QB Uh, thoughts here? Dak Prescott uh, and Jalen Hurts are sitting there, pretty young, really talented. Yeah, that's 
That's kind of the way I'm looking, because as far as like ADPs go, I'm not looking at any of the tight ends here. Uh, wide receivers with my build are maybe a little bit young and or unproven. When I look at, say, Jamison Williams, Darnell Mooney, Christian Watson being the next guys on the board, right. I do see Cortland Sutton and Elijah Moore a little bit later, and mm. I really like those players, but... I don't think I need to reach for either one of them. They may be here when the turn comes back. So given my team here, I am going to go QB. So then is it Hertz or is it Prescott? I think Hertz is about to explode. Um, If you want something, I I guess like what I did with Bateman, if you want a little bit of investment, I think Hertz might be the pick. If you want mm, probably a better finish this year, I'd probably go Prescott. Um, but I think you, I think it's a good pick either way. Personally, I think you can't go wrong with either or. They're yeah, all in that, they're in that same tier. Yeah, I I love the running ability of Jalen Hurts. I'll be honest, if I was going to take him here, I would probably just wait. And you guys know, go arbitrage with Trey Lance later in the draft. Oh, yeah, uh, we know. Also, a little bit lo- younger. <laughs> Also had more draft capital behind him. Uh, so I am going to, especially with my build, guys being not old, but older than, say, some of these other players on other rosters, I'm going to pull the trigger on Dak here, and we'll see what it's comes around. Dak Prescott. James Cook. Oh, oh interesting. Right. A interesting so, guys there. As expected, uh, the – wide receivers I was eyeing are are still there. So James Cook goes off right after my pick at the 6'10". Darnell Mooney, 6'11". Jamison Williams, 6'12". So rookie wide receiver there. Clyde Edwards-Alaire off at the 7'1". Tony Pollard, I like that pick at the 7'2". Schultz then at the 7'3". So it's back to me. I got one running back. I've got four wide receivers and then just added Dak Prescott. Um, Looks like I probably could have just waited and gotten Hurts on the next round, but... I think for you, you almost have to look at running back here. If you look at the guys past, you know, Damian Harris and Miles Sanders are here. Who are they looking at maybe this year, maybe just next year for production, possibly? But after that is a little rough. Um, So if you're looking to, this is a situation where you really got to decide if you're looking to compete now, right away, or looking to kind of pick up some guys in the rookie draft next year, maybe, or by trade. Uh, this is, I feel like this is a kind of a tough decision for you here. It, I would say it is. I think if you guys scroll down the board, you can probably figure out who I'm, I would love to have sitting there at my uh, RB2. So I am going to wait on that position. Uh, I, I am very big on wide yeah. receivers in my builds this year. Uh, and knowing that I can get a little bit of value later at running back, even in some of the dynasty and knowing that, Let's be honest, the shelf life on a lot of these running backs is short. So mm-hmm. I can get somebody in a rookie draft next year to plug and play. And you never know where the next Elijah Mitchell is going to come from that you can get on waivers, right? So right. Uh, as the season progresses, if we see guys with injuries, which always happens, um, I can make a move there. So, oh man, this is yeah, tough. Yeah, w- wide, wide receivers are certainly the cornerstone of a good dynasty team long term. Yep. Yeah, and I'm sitting here looking at Sutton or Elijah Moore. Um, Again, Elijah Moore being a little bit younger, but more question marks at quarterback. 
And with the build I have at wide receiver, I mean, I probably don't even need to look wide receiver again after this, which makes me feel really good considering looking down the board and some of the names I see. Uh, so I am going to pull the trigger here on Cortland Sutton at the 7-4. Nice. Yeah. Great. I, I, yeah, I've got them nice. back-to-back in my wide receiver rankings, Cortland Sutton being the one ranked ahead, purely based off of uh, ability to probably compete this year. He'll, I'm sure he'll finish Cortland, a little higher, personally. Cortland Sutton could be a monster yeah. this Good year. Pick. Yep. Another quarterback goes next, Russell Wilson, and then rookie Christian Watson goes to Team 6. And Christian Watson on the, back on the block. On the clock, Christian Watson on the pop list. Ah, uh, he'll be all right. Christian Christian Watson is wide receiver one for Team Six. I am questioning that whole. Yeah, that uh, they're gonna they're, they're gonna, gonna be trade before that, the season. That's some uh, that's some that. trading. Yeah, that's some trading to look at. So that'll be interesting to see in this offseason. All right, Chris, I, I'm gonna go back to the well on two different things. I'm Chris, gonna go. Chris, it'd be a shame if you don't do this right now. But go ahead. I've I've got oh. my pick for you. You're probably going to be ashamed then. No, I'll just let it play out. Go ahead then. I'm going to go with another running back that is on the last year of his contract, and I'm going back to Philly, and I'm going to take Miles Sanders as my RB3. Wow. Oh. I thought you were going to go with a different type of eagle. I thought you were going to grab Jalen Hurts for sure. I, I did too. I'm still, I'm wait, I'm still I'm waiting. waiting on, right. waiting on okay. quarterback. Okay. A, for Dynasty, I'm, I'm going to wait. Yeah, that's so. smart. All right. Fair enough. All right, so yeah, the two the two RBs I talked about, uh, Miles Sanders, Damian Harris, go off the board there. Um, I look at the board here. I would absolutely love to pick Juju, but I think this is an easy pick for me personally. I want to secure a tight end that I think is going to be easily in the top 12 for the years to come uh might be the back half but it's a guy that i'm not going to want to worry about have to worry about i am going with the muth pat fryer muth here i'm going to take and secure my tight end position uh after me we see one of graham's guys elijah moore go michael thomas goes after that uh that is another vet pick for that team jalen hurts rounds out round seven Kareem Hunt goes at the 8, 8.1. Deshaun Watson finally goes at the 8.2. So that is the, let's see, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10th quarterback off the board. So that's a pretty good spot for Watson. I feel like that's, at this point, that feels a little more safe, taking him mm-hmm. at the back half of the QB1. Um, for me, I just, if in a in a vacuum, that's probably where I would take him. I just personally still don't want to mess with him. Um, anyway, back to me. Sky Moore goes at eight point three, so my guy Juju is still sitting there. But interesting. Well, actually, not surprised that Sky that, Moore went before Ju- Juju. Yeah, I think just the rookiness of it all. I feel like that's probably the play. Um, this is probably another situ- situation where I would love to trade down. Um, I am eyeing Isaiah Spiller, to be honest, as my second running back, just to kind of play my hand a little bit. Um, I feel like he could get a lot of valuable touches this year, so it it could bode well for his future, especially with a guy like Austin Eckler there, but I feel like this is just too early to take him. There's a little bit other value there. Um, and you guys have really punted RB2. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like at this point I have to. Again, I'll probably have an early pick next year, which is kind of where I'm looking. Um, so I should be able to secure a good running back in a pretty decent class. So 
just kind of playing out the scenario of looking forward to, to competing next year, um, I, I think I still got to avoid running back until the the value is right. And I, I've got to do it. I got to take my guy. I've been beating the drum for. I've been trading for him everywhere. I might as well get another share of him. I've got double double digit shares of this guy. I'm gonna take. 25-year-old, it feels weird to say, Juju Smith-Schuster on the Chiefs, kind of securing a piece to that offense uh, for a few years now. And again, I feel like will still help me compete next year. So Juju Smith-Schuster is my wide receiver five. Like I said, I might try and move one to turn him into my wide receiver four, pick up our young running back maybe if DJ Moore does good. Plenty of scenarios I can go through. Um, another tight end goes right after me, Dallas Goddard. So, Chris, if you were looking at tight end at Goddard, he is now gone, but you are on the clock at 8.6. Thinking about it, um, I was interested in Juju, but there are a lot, of, still a lot of good receivers on, on the board. Um, Definitely are. A lot of, a lot of uh, uh, young guys, a lot of old guys are, that can help you compete. I am going to take my fifth receiver here. Um, Andrew Hopkins. I, I, it's not going to be DeAndre Hopkins. Um, is maybe a bit of a reach here, but I'm also not sure if he'll be bad. You know, I, this is a guy that could definitely help me this year, but definitely help me in, in years to come. It's a homer pick, but I'm going to roll with Gabriel Davis. The Gabe Davis hype train. The Gabe Davis. What is my wide, my wide receiver five? I feel like the yeah, risk is worth the reward. There. Yeah, I was I was thinking you were going to go Allen Robinson there, but you did go youth at the the wide receiver spot, so I I respect it. Right after Chris at the eight oh six, Hunter Renfro goes off at eight seven, Hopkins at eight eight. Um, honestly, this this is why I feel good about taking all those wide receivers early. I could pull the trigger on one here, but I am going to go ahead and reach down, and you guys know my guy. I'm going to go ahead and secure my second running back. Um, when I look at some of these, these names, man, it's it's Damian Pierce. I don't know, not a good offense, rookie. I don't know what's going to happen. For Daryl Patterson, honestly, I'm just not overly interested this year. I, especially at age, and we're in a dynasty startup. I know my team is a little bit of win now. Next up, Michael Carter. We know Brees Hall is there. How much work is he actually going to get? Uh, and then I'm looking at Chase Edmonds and Devin Singletary, guys. I think you know where I'm going to go here. Oh, we know. I got the number one back in Miami. He drops down boards. I love it. He's only 26. So I'm going to pull the trigger here on Chase Edmonds to secure him as my running back two. And he's a starter in the league. I can pair him with Najee Harris pretty nicely. So pulling the trigger there for my guy. Oh, Trey Lance oh, wow. is gone. All right. So, oh, Isaiah Spiller. Spiller. Wow. That crushed my dreams. I was for sure <laughs> he was going to get back to me. That is a dream crusher. Yeah, so I was after, I was gonna take Isaiah Spiller. Uh, he wasn't getting yeah, back after wasn't Edmonds at eight oh nine. We got Trey Lance off the board at eight ten. Brandon Ayuk, who I like as well. I was looking if I was going wide receiver, it was one of these three. Ayuk uh, at eight eleven, followed by Cooks at the eight twelve. Damian Pierce went at the turn there at nine one. Allen Robinson at the nine oh two, and like they mentioned, Isaiah Spiller at the nine three. So I do feel like I've afforded myself some flexibility here now that I picked up the uh, my second running back. And I'm still not overly interested in tight end here. I feel like I can wait and get somebody that fits my build perfectly fine. So 
Also, again, don't like the running backs out there right now until my next pick. Again, somebody may may take one of my guys, but I, I am going to go a little bit younger here. I've got plenty of wide receivers that I can plug and play. So you got two Pittsburgh Steelers here. Actually, I've got two Pittsburgh Steelers already. So with my build, the whole team. With my build, actually, I'm going to push that down the road as well. So I'm going to pivot now that I see that again recognizing what you've already got on the roster, especially in Dynasty. I don't want to be tied too much to one team. Right. Um, yep. At running back three, you know, just in case something goes down with Brees Hall and also get a pass catcher out of the backfield, I'm going to swing with Michael Carter. I think he's a guy that, as far as production went in college at North Carolina, he was right there with Javante Williams, both rushing the ball and catching the ball. Uh, they split time a lot, so I don't question the talent. I get why the Jets took the pick. I mean, Brees Hall is really good. Uh, so I'm going to go Michael Carter here. I think he's still going to have a role carved out in that offense, an offense I think is going to be improved, and a guy that, again, just got drafted last year, so he's still young. Um, so I'm pull the trigger here with Michael Carter. That's a good call there. A little more secured production for you, a uh, guy that you should be able to play a lot of weeks this year. You'll have a lot of usable weeks. Okay. So Graham takes Michael Carter. Matt Stafford and George Pickens are taken since then. Um, I am in need. I've got, I feel like I have five really solid receivers um so i'm not gonna go towards receivers i don't really want dawson knock dawson knock dawson Knox at this point you know um, you want to dawson Knox. i can't take two buffalo bills back to back so i am gonna yeah you can reach gonna, for qb reach for qb reach for qb i'm not gonna reach for qb i'm gonna i think looking james at, winston's still on the board you know i love james you've <laughs> I'm looking at I'm really looking at two guys here. I am leaning more towards one. And it is a cl- it, it is a cluster. Um and I hate trusting this team, but and I hate this team, period. But I am gonna take Ramondre Stevenson as wow. my fourth team back. Okay. Um, he I was gonna yeah. believe that he gets more work this year. With Damien Harris, I do like Damien Harris. I think he's an extremely underrated back, but he has injury, you know, injury concerns as well. So I think, and if James White doesn't return from his hip injury, there are some rumblings that Stevenson could take over more of a pass catching role. And I'll have to see it to believe it. But as my RB four in what is going to be a run heavy offense, let's be honest it it's not too bad so i'm gonna roll with ramondre stevenson i am so glad i took michael carter when i did because i was thinking that stevenson might actually make it back to me so and be my (laughs) third running back i i I agree with you he's i think he's gonna have more of a role i'm not sure again with james white with the injury where he is there are reports that he's still not ready and won't be for the beginning of the season and at the same time damian harris has an out in his contract after this year and if the Patriots don't want to extend him, which will the Patriots do that? Have they ever done that? Uh, then Not you could really. be looking at, yeah, you could be looking at Ramondre Stevens' backfield with, you know, the couple running backs that they drafted this year competing against second-year guys who aren't going to get much run this year. So um, I don't, I don't mind the pick, especially with the build you're going for. 
Yeah, so Stevenson goes, Claypool right after him. Um, I don't think I was looking at either one of those guys. I think this is a pretty easy pick for me. I would have loved Pierce or Spiller here. Uh, I have to go ahead and secure Rashad White, rookie from Tampa. I cannot let him sit there anymore, especially with those two rookies going. I'm willing to bet one another one might be going here soon. And Rashad White's ADP is certainly going up the board. So I've got to secure him. Um, just give me another youthful running back who I feel like is in a pretty good situation. Um, he's definitely going to get some run. Um, but anyway, after me, pair of tight ends go Mike Gusecki, Dawson Knox, and then Cordero Patterson to round out the ninth round. Devin Singletary uh, starts off the 10th. Adam Thielen, Aaron Rodgers, a couple vets go off the board there. Um, and I look at the board here. There's not really anybody I'm overly enthusiastic about. Um, I think I might. I might do it again. He is currently my top ranked wide receiver left. He is well ahead a couple of the other guys. I thought he would have been picked already. Sticking with the youth movement, I think this is a pretty easy pick for me. I'm going to take Jahan Dotson from Washington. Um, another youthful guy. I think he's got some of the best pure hands in the class. So I think he could certainly develop if Carson Wentz can give him the ball. Um, just put the ball in his hands. Let him develop. If he develops into a good player, that'd be great. Um, again, somebody I might look to make a little bit of return on next year if he if I don't like the way he's painting out totally, so might might move package him for something for running back, something like that. So I think I'm just giving myself with this team, a lot of opportunities to make moves to be able to compete next year. So I'd, I'd still like where I'm at right now. Uh, and then Christian Kirk, another youthful wide receiver with another youthful quarterback and Trevor Lawrence, who is still on the board. Uh, Chris, just putting that in your ear, but you are back on the clock at 10 points. <laughs> I am keeping an eye on the quarterback board and it is getting yeah, a should, little, you should. Um, yeah, and the tight ends are getting a little thin as well. But I'm going right. to go back to the well at least one more time, and I'm going to go with my fifth running back. This is a guy who has who has proven he can he can play at a high level as a running back, and this is his last year on his cap track with this team. And that man is Alexander Madison. Okay, a little bit of a. A little bit of a weight play, too. Some guy you can afford to have sitting on your bench and see if he happens to break out into a starter role if Cook happens to go on, which has happened before. So uh, I like the pick there. All right. I am a little upset. I've liked the way the board has fallen so far. But uh, so Madison goes to Chris at the 10 6, James Robinson at the 10 7. I don't know why he was picked there or why he's picked, period, in any draft. Um, just He's going to end up going the Peyton Lindsay route in my mind now with the injury. I think he's going to bounce around. I am upset that Zach Ertz went at the 10-8. I'm sitting at 10-9. That, that is the name I was circling and was waiting to get back to me. I was worried Chris may take him because Chris does not have a tight end yet. So I do want to try to fill out all my positions here with a few more, couple more picks left. Um, again, feel good about wide receiver, even though I know Kadiris Tony's on the board. Uh, I'm not going to go lock it. I already have Metcalf. And honestly, it'd probably be a good idea to go running back somewhere, but I don't think this is the spot with Rashad Penny, Tyler Algier uh, being the top two. So, scanning. 
Not a fan of no offense situation so much. I like the talent. You get into Trey McBride, but again, with my build, I'd prefer somebody that can contribute this year. So looking further down, we're probably starting to look into the Cole Komet, Hunter Henry, Irv Smith range. Um, I know I'm a big fan of Irv Smith, and so is Chris. Hunter Henry, Taylor, I know you're high on, especially for this year. Mm -hmm. uh, I am kind of building to win now. Honestly, I'm, I'm probably going to look at because this is dynasty i know i have a pretty good build but i can get a different tight end later as well probably irv smith or cole Komet. so now the conversation is do i want the guy on the better offset offense and irv smith or the guy that's probably going to get more volume in cole Komet, even if it's not going to be a very good offense and personally i'm going to lean volume right now at the tight end position uh again you can kind of churn through these guys uh especially in dynasty drafting guys, see how it plays out. So I am going to pull the trigger on Cole Komet, fill my tight end position. Yeah. And that gives Sounds me some good. flexibility next round, uh, really to look anywhere as far as running back uh, wide receiver, or even a second quarterback. If I wanted to go younger with Dak Prescott out there. Uh, so I am going to pull the trigger there. Um, there's there's standard the, picks following after that. Yep, the goat off the board. So right after me, uh, Kadir's Tony goes at 10-10, Lockett at 10-11, Tom Brady there at the 10-12, second quarterback to pair with Mahomes, um, which is interesting. Uh, Rashad Penny, first pick in the 11th round, followed by Noah Fant and Robert Woods. So again, guys, looking up the board here, I do feel pretty secure at wide receiver, which is kind of why I did that early, because now I'm looking at Michael Gallup, John Mechie, Alan Lazard. I mean, young guys or guys that just have some question marks. So I'm really happy with the five I pulled the trigger on early. Running back could get addressed. Maybe go young with Tyler Algier. Uh, I know he's in a decent situation for getting some run in Atlanta, but I'm not sure about the talent. And... I am going to, I think I can wait to find a fill-in quarterback for Dak Prescott in later rounds if we were to go further. Mm -hmm. So I am going to go ahead and pull the trigger here because I am a little thin at running back if something were to happen to Edmonds or Carter or especially if something happened to my workhorse, Najee Harris, with all the volume he's going to have. So a guy that I think is going to get carries, touches, receptions, and a good offense in Denver. Uh, I'm going to pull the trigger here on Melvin Gordon. Again, a little bit older, but that fits my build. Yeah, yeah, he'll he'll definitely be able to contribute this year. Wow, Chris gets sniped by Trevor Lawrence. That's That hurts. Trevor. Yeah, I, re I really wanted Trevor Lawrence. I really wanted that him. That one's got to sting. It stings, yeah. Um, well, my bench is full. I, can, I can't... Uh... I can't. I can't take any more running backs or receivers anymore. So I have to it's, take. It's tight end or quarterback here for Chris. You kind of pigeonholed yourself. Yeah, I did, but you know, it, it is what it is. I I feel good, but I do need a starting tight end, and I need a guy that is going to contribute at least this year. You know, I can always go back to way waivers later, and in norm. In, you know, more standard leagues, the benches will be will be a little bigger than just yeah. than just five spots. Um, yeah, so I, I would probably like we, we talked about last tight ends episode. I think Chris is in that position where in the next three rounds he might take two tight ends and a quarterback yeah. or something like yeah. that. So, so two guys with, that he can decide on between. So with this pick, I am going to take a starting tight end at least for this year, and that guy is Hunter Henry. Yeah, that's a good pick there. 
uh, who Alec Pierce, the rookie goes right after him. And I think I, again, I can't wait any longer. Uh, I've got this player, uh, way up just behind Rashad white in my rookie rankings, uh, in my running back rankings. And again, just, just seem feeling like I get another shot at a rookie running back. Uh, we have seen this happen on this team plenty of times. I'm going to take Tyrion Davis Price on San Francisco. Yes, he pick. could fall into a uh, into a position next year, and if he does, which is what I'm banking on at this point in my draft, I'm kind of looking at next year. Last three picks have been rookies, uh, and now I'm going to make my last pick, and I kind of look at the board. I like what I've got. As a base, I like my tight end. I like my quarterback. I like my wide receivers. I think I'm going to do it again for four in a row. And I'm going to take another running back that has a great shot at having a lot of volume next year. And I'm going to take Zamir White on Las, uh, Las Vegas. And uh, hopefully Josh Jacobs doesn't re-sign for my sake this team. <laughs> and... Uh, that rounds out my team there. A couple rookies to end the draft. Keeping my, my youthful uh, youthful draft going. Yeah, and to recap, after Taylor with the TDP pick, we had Tyler Algiergo, John Mechie, Rondell Moore round out uh, round 11. Uh, Justin Fields there at the 12-1, followed, followed by Ronald Jones, 12-2, Alan Lazard, 12-3, and then Zeus with Taylor, Zamir White at the 12-4. So, Chris, let us know where you are. Well, I'm definitely drafting a quarterback here, and I'm really between three, three guys. Now, if I had extra bench spots, you know, I'd probably look. I'd probably take one guy now, and then I, I'd definitely look at Kirk Cousins for, or Jameis Winston for a little bit later. But in this case, I'm real I'm split. I'm really split between a few guys, but I'm gonna go. Tough. It's tough. I know who I'd take. You take well, I know who Graham would take for sure here. Um, um I, I think it's Derek Carr for me here pretty yeah, easy. Yeah, I just Carr or t- like not to we a, know the not, only not to a like, is the correct answer. Not to a it, it should be the correct answer. And as a Bills fan, it should be the correct answer, but I, I yeah, I, I, I think roll. for your team, I think I'd go, I'd go Derek Carr here yeah, for sure. Yeah, probably go Derek Carr. I'm going to draft Derek Carr. Yeah, I think that's a smart play. For you, I, I feel like the best two there were Kirk Cousins or Derek Carr. I do love Kirk Cousins. Yeah, so wow, we see, we see Calvin Ridley go in the 12. Oh, no. Yeah, so Carr goes 12-6, Trey McBride 12-7, Calvin Ridley 12-8. Um, I, Taylor, you tell me, I think that's a little early for my taste. I don't mind taking yeah. the pick. If I wasn't in a win now mode, I would I would maybe be considering Ridley around this range, but I think I'd probably. I, I'll tell you what I thought about it. I did think about it. Um, I feel like if I had two more picks and he was still there, I would have taken him in thirteen or fourteen. Obviously, if he's still there. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. So take a shot on him. Yeah, so I'm sitting here with Prescott at QB, Najee, Chase Edmonds, Michael Carter, Melvin Gordon at running back. I'm again in love with my wide receivers with Diggs, Metcalf. Deontay Johnson, Traylon Burks, Cortland Sutton, and I added Komet last round at tight end. So I do have flexibility here. Last go. pick, make it a good one. 
Yeah, to go a number of ways. Um, got in Graham. Order. I mean, you got you got to do it, Graham. You have to. You know what you know what you have to do. I've got an experienced wide receiver on the board with Tyler. No, Floyd. no, Russell oh, no. Gay come on, there. come on, you got you give gotta the people do it. what they want. You oh. have, you got to do it. I've, I thought about double tapping tight end here. I know I went commit. Yeah, no, I know I went no. commit two rounds ago, and I could no. look at Irv Smith or Alberto, who guys again, you no. see underscore fantasy on Twitter put out a tweet about the Albert O Irv Smith Cole commit combination, but. I believe I know where Chris wants me to go, and I believe with the quarterback that I drafted, oh, I can make yes. it work. I'm comfortable at wide receiver. That if this works out for the future, I am going to be very happy. So I'm going to pull the trigger on a rookie. I don't have any on my roster, and I'm going to take my swing at my guy, Jalen Tolbert, for the Dallas yeah. Cowboys. Uh-huh. I thought it was Albert O for sure. I, I'm it disappointed. Was, it was it was Irv Smith, Albert O, or I was looking at kind of that Russell Gage. And when I saw Tolbert, I don't have a rookie. I have five established guys up here. Oh, Traylon Burks at rookie. Um, so I pulled the trigger to stack all, him with Dak Prescott. All this talk and not even take Zach Wilson. All this talk. <laughs> I I didn't need I didn't need quarterback there. I could have waited another mm-hmm. round or two, and I think I still could have gotten Zach Wilson. So, guys, that rounds out the draft here again. Just twelve rounds to kind of run through for a dynasty startup. Um, I kind of just finished off naming all my guys, but run through your teams here, how you feel, and if you're competing this year or if you got to build for winning in the future. Just take it away. You drafted before me. Me first. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. I, I'd be really excited about this team for winning now and winning in the future. Um, I think if I could do it over, I probably, I probably would have. Uh, going back to my Alexander Madison pick, I think um, if I could do it over, I probably would have. Knowing what I know now, I probably wouldn't have taken Madison, and I would have gone Zach Ertz. Um, it's that though. I'm pretty pleased. I, Javante is going to be star. Josh Jacobs is good now. I think my running back depth could be a little bit better, but I love my receivers. I love how youthful youthful they are. Between Higgins and Pittman, Brown, Gabe Davis, Mike Williams is going to be really good for the next few years. Um, <laughs> Derek, Derek Carr is kind of a. I won't even call him a villain. Like he's just solid. Like he's he's going to be the Raiders guy, and they're building their entire offense around him with Devontae Adams and Hunter Renfro. Um, and Hunter Henry is good for you know maybe one to two more years before I can try and find another tight end. But I, I like the depth I have, um, and I like my team overall. Chris, if you had a if you had a pick here, looking at the guys taken after you, or a little bit of a change to your build, is there one that you look at that you're like, man, I, I maybe should have done this and changed build a little bit or tactic? I know I have one, but I wanted to see with your team, and then Taylor, I'll let you go as well. Well, I touched on Zach Ertz and Alexander Madison. That yeah. I think if I had a few more bench spots, my strategy would have been to take Ertz there, but then I, I by the time I saw that I had taken Madison, I realized all my bench spots were, were gone. 
Um, but if I had like an extra bench spot or two, I probably would have taken Ertz instead of Madison and then went and got Trey McBride for, for the future. Um, Trey Lance went a lot sooner than I thought he was going to go because um, I was targeting him. Um, and I, I did want Gabe Davis. I'm not like losing sleep over that. Besides that, um, I'm pretty satisfied with the team that that I drafted. The all may have wanted to switch running backs once or twice. Like I'm still in between whether I should have drafted uh, Eckler instead of Javante, but I think the Ertz one was the biggest one for me. Yeah, that uh, I could see that securing maybe a little bit better tight end this year than than yeah. Hunter Henry would have been good, but. Uh... I like the team overall. I think it's I think it's well balanced. Um, kind of looking at my team, I obviously punted early on this season. I went uh, youthful, which I don't really do. Um, I'll run through my team real quick. I've got Kyler Murray, quarterback, Brees Hall, Rashad White, a pair of rookies, uh, starting wide receivers. I go C.D. Lamb, Drake London, who I love, D.J. Moore, and then Pat Fryermuth to round out my starters, my five bench spots being Rashad Bateman, Juju Smith-Schuster, Jahan Dotson, and then another pair of rookie running backs, Tyrion Davis-Price and Zamir White. So certainly playing for the future. Um, and I, I could have easily pivoted to a more win now. I wanted to try something a little bit different since it is a mock draft. Uh, easily could have been my second round pick. Instead of going Brees Hall, I could have stacked a more prominent wide receiver. Um, either Devontae Adams or A.J. Brown would have been my pick there. Uh, I probably would have swayed AJ Brown just to stay a little on the youthful side. Uh, and then everything, if it, everything played out how it did and came back around, I mean, the third round, I probably would have taken a running back like Aaron Jones and then maybe JK Dobbins in the fourth round instead of another wide receiver. So something like that could have easily changed my strategy. Uh, I went youth. I like how it turned out. I feel like this team could easily compete next year. Um, yeah. A lot of the rookies and young guys I took, I feel like are, uh, are all rising. So uh, I feel like I, I feel good of where everybody fell to me. Uh, so that was kind of, that was kind of my thought process. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a good build again. Like you said, for future years, you've, you've got the established Kyler Murray, you know, we think Bateman's going to be good. Lamb should be good. And then you have the rookies there that you can build. And like you said, DJ Moore, maybe he explodes this year with Baker Mayfield and you can have him on the block and still right. have the young wide receivers that you got. Um, exactly. Yeah, Plenty of options. I feel like I've got. Yeah, looking at mine, I, you know, hindsight being twenty twenty, and this is the really cool thing to do with these boards and kind of study this is I probably would have passed on Metcalf and maybe reached a little bit for running back to pick up a second one with maybe a Barkley, an Acres, or an Aaron Jones. I like all those guys. I was secretly hoping that maybe Etienne or Dobbins would fall a little bit later, but they didn't. But if I did that and still needed a a running back um, or what I probably would have done is not gone Deontay Johnson, gone a little bit older and grabbed like Mike Evans or Keenan Allen, just guys on really good offenses. So I think that's a place where maybe I swung and missed a little bit. Not that I'm unhappy with my running backs because I am a believer in Edmonds. I think Gordon and Carter could fill in. And if anything were to happen to the starters in those backfields, it's it's wheels up for those guys. But that's probably where I would make an adjustment. Um, and then again, later in the draft, I still could have looked at wide receiver where I took Edmonds and Carter with say a Brandon cooks, a guy that's established and really good, or even Allen Robinson there in that spot. So that's kind of where I'm, where I'm looking for a different build. Um, 
and and strategy. So, as all in all, feel pretty good about it. Uh, looking forward to actual drafts where we get to start building our teams for real. Um, anything you want to leave the people with after this draft before we kind of talk about what's up next? I think the big takeaway is always just play the board, play your opponents drafting you know it's you want you want to go in with a strategy but uh oftentimes your strategy is going to change by the second round um even though you might have a guy you like you might get picked and you've got to pivot so don't forget to always play other teams and the board first that is the that is kind of the main thing for most drafts yeah it just it's not just about drafting your team you have to know Know your opponents as well. Know their tendencies. Pay attention to runs and, you know, who's left on the board. It's not just about your team. It's about knowing your, your opponents and their tendencies. In this case, is, in this case the, the computer, mostly the computer's tendencies. Yeah, yeah. I think it's easier to pick up on when it's actual people out there, a little bit more predictable, and we have more time to process the picks that are going right. on because people are thinking things through. But uh, all in all, like our teams, again, I, mine a little bit more win now. Uh, Chris, like you said, kind of in between, well set up for the future, but if guys really take another step where they are, could could win immediately. And Taylor, kind of uh, a productive struggle getting ready for the future, but a solid team yep. all around. Um, and playing for the 101. There you go. There you go. Wink, wink. Get that first pick. Trade back. Get multiple first rounders. Whatever you want to do. Yeah, um, exactly. I might try and get a couple of them. <laughs> so, guys, next week I'm excited. We're going to start running through best ball rankings uh, in those shows, just like we did for dynasty by position, quarterback, running back, wide receiver, and tight end. Uh, ready to kind of talk through some some of the game theory too of best ball. I know a lot of people are more likely playing redraft and dynasty, so that's always fun to talk about, especially in some of these big tournaments we're seeing on DraftKings and underdog uh really looking forward to that and kind of breaking it down and seeing how you guys like the rankings especially coming from kind of redraft and dynasty perspectives and diving into that world more see y'all next week ready for best ball i think i won uh two of my four best ball leagues last year so here we go i'll take it he wasn't playing with me so all right okay well that's not true subscribe rate do all the fun stuff we'll see you next week See you guys. See you. Taylor out here live tweeting as we're finishing things up. I, I love the effort <laughs> to grow, to grow. Oh the brand. yeah. Live tweets. Love it. Live tweets. Love I was it. able to post the draft board, which is awesome. Sweet. So everybody can see it. Love that. All right. Yeah. Fellas, it's been real. It's been fun. All yeah. right. I'll leave it at that.